G'day folks, welcome to another episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. This week we're going to do the usual roundup of security fixes from the past week and I'm going to preview a bit of content that will be coming up in the next week or two. So the Ubuntu Security Podcast will be taking a bit of a break across the holiday period and during that time though I do hope to still put out some episodes we've already recorded. Uh, these are actually done with a new co-host I'm going to be bringing on and I get announcing more about in next week's episode. So watch out for that in the coming week or two. But uh, yeah, let's just get straight into the usual roundup of security fixes from the past week. So this week we had updates for uh, Samba, uh, LRZip, URIParser, LibModBus, MariaDB and others. Uh, up first is an update for Samba in Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support. So if you've been listening to the last few weeks' episodes, you would have heard me talk about Samba back uh, in episode 139, uh, we, well, uh, 138 and 139. So in episode 138, we talked about a bunch of vulnerabilities in Samba that were patched in more recent Ubuntu releases. And in episode 139, the following week, I talked about the difficulties and the different options that we had in patching that for the older version of Samba in Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support. Uh, so in that, uh, we use uh, Samba 4.7.6. Uh, the code base there is yeah, aging a bit and it's definitely a little harder to patch than the more recent versions. And so for these uh, series of vulnerabilities, it turned out then though that upstream Samba developers did release some patches for some of those for the older version. So we've been able to backport those to that version in Bionic. And that's what this update here is. So this covers the most uh, severe of those vulnerabilities that we talked about previously. In particular, uh, things like the ability for authenticated attackers to escalate their privileges to root on the domain members and others. So yeah, uh, that one is now fixed as well for Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support. Uh, speaking of Samba, however, uh, we had a following update for Samba in those more recent releases. Uh, so the original patches from Upstream did cause a bunch of regressions. Uh, so as a result, Upstream released uh, some further patches that we've now incorporated and backported those as well. And I guess this raises the question of, is it better to be on the leading edge and ship uh, security updates as soon as they possibly become available or is it better to wait a little bit and you know, hopefully then upstream finds various regressions that they may have introduced and then we can include those regression fixes and the original security fixes. So in the first case, you patch the vulnerability, but perhaps you introduce a regression, perhaps you break someone's setup. You've, you know, you've then actually caused them a denial of service. That's not great, but you've left them unpatched as well if you don't go and patch it. So yeah, it does put us in a bit of a, between a rock and a hard place. Uh, I guess let's just hope that some of these upstream projects can get a little bit better at doing more comprehensive testing before they release their updates but uh, you know that is hard I, we understand that as a team as well so yeah uh, let's just I guess just to see uh, where this one goes for the future if you have thoughts on this hey feel free to let us know you know if you think we should be uh, more cautious in shipping updates or if you think we should be more aggressive I would love to know your thoughts on that all right moving on so uh, after that was an update for LRZip or long range zip this is a zip implementation that uh, is, achieves better performance on larger files, in particular better compression ratios and that kind of thing. Uh, a bunch of vulnerabilities here were found through uh, fuzzing. In particular, it looks like the use of AFL, American Fuzzy Lot, was put to good use here. Uh, so this was, uh, what have we got here? We've got four use after freeze, two stack buffer overflows, two infinite loops, and one heap overflow in a pear tree. So yeah, all of those have been fixed now for LRZip. 
Uh, after that was URI parser. Uh, this is for, uh, again, four different CVs for Ubuntu 8.04 long-term support. Again, uh, more fuzzing here. Looks like it's been done on URI parser. Uh, this was done by Google Autofuzz, and this seems to be the team that manages OSS fuzz and other projects. And in this case, they found, again, similar sorts of vulnerabilities. So we've got an out-of-bounds write, an integer overflow, an out-of-bounds read, and an old pointer dereference. And so for, I guess, the first two, there's a little chance you could possibly get code execution through those, uh, but at least denial of service, as in which case you can get in the uh, last two as well, the ability to crash uh, that library when it is uh, reading your, uh, uh, your uh, crafted data. Uh, an update for Lib Modbus as well for Ubuntu 18.4 long-term support here. Uh, a single vulnerability here. Uh, there, well, actually two vulnerabilities here, but originally this was one vulnerability. Uh, in this case, there was an out-of-bounds read that could be triggered on certain crafted input. Uh, the patch for this, however, uh, contained a typo. Basically, it was submitted by some external developers, and then when it was committed uh, by the project developers, uh, they made a change to it, which inadvertently introduced a second vulnerability in a subset of that functionality. And so then a second CVE was assigned for that. Uh, but in this case, we fixed both of them with the one update. Uh, an update for MariaDB after that. Uh, this is for Ubuntu 8, uh, 20.04 long-term support, 21.04 and 21.10. Uh, this is for single vulnerability and it updates MariaDB to the latest upstream point releases in those series. So that's 10.5.13 for uh, Ubuntu 2104 and 2110 and 10.3.32 for Ubuntu 2004. So by updating to this, uh, this obviously fixes the vulnerability, but it does potentially introduce some uh, other bug fixes and other sorts of changes in behavior. Uh, as usual, we don't have a lot of details on these vulnerabilities. Uh, MariaDB is a fork of MySQL and MySQL is maintained by Oracle and they don't provide a lot of specific details in their vulnerability reports. And then we get, I guess, a, a bit, then we get even less information as to how they pertain to MariaDB. But yeah, that has been fixed with that update. Uh, an update for a Django after that. Uh, this is for Ubuntu 2004 long-term support, 2110 and uh, 20, 2104. In this case, uh, Django failed to properly handle URL, URLs with embedded trailing new lines. Uh, the new, trailing new line then would cause uh, that URL to not get matched against uh, the various path-based uh, access controls that could be set up. So you could basically bypass those access controls as a result and expose content that you shouldn't be able to. An update for BusyBox after that. 10 different CVEs were rolled into this, and this is for uh, on all the uh, standard support releases. So that's 1804 long-term support, 2004 long-term support, 2104, and 2110. Uh, so BusyBox is a shell implementation that implements a lot of the standard Unix, uh, Unix utilities uh, all within a single binary designed to be used on embedded devices and the like. So it implements things like its own uh, handling of uh, gzip or um, LZMA, you know, compressors, as well as all the low-level utilities like ORC and SED and GREP and that kind of thing. Uh, and so in this case, uh, there was a use after free and uh, out-of-bounds write that were fixed uh, in handling of gzip files. So if you were decompressing those with BusyBox, you could have been hit by that. Similarly, there was a uh, heap out-of-bounds uh, write when decompressing crafted LZMA files. Uh, and then a heap of different use after freeze in the ORC implementation as well. And so again, if you're using uh, the BusyBox ORC on untrusted input, uh, you are now safe against that as well. Uh, just a couple more to go through here. We've got one update as well for Mailman in Ubuntu 18.04 long-term support. Uh, in this case, uh, it was related to uh, CSRF handling. So basically, Mailman includes CSRF tokens, which is a good thing, uh, and includes them for the various pages that it has, like its admin page and that kind of thing. 
And uh, it, however, it wouldn't check that uh, CSRF token that was uh, supplied was actually one that was valid for that context. So in this case, uh, it, would, it would validate the, the token, but uh, it wouldn't check that it was valid for that given page. So you could imagine that as a standard user, you get your own CSRF token, the admin user will get to their own CSRF token. Uh, however, as a standard user, you could take your CSRF token, craft a URL uh, that uses your token, but is for one of the admin pages. You then send that in an email to the uh, admin user, they click on it, uh, and it, you know, it validates as a valid CSRF token, but obviously not as a valid one for that admin user. And then that you're able to say, go and change their uh, password within admin DB or that kind of thing as a result. Uh, so this was fixed obviously to uh, validate that CSRF token that was supplied was for that uh, particular page. And lastly, there was an update for NSS for our extended security maintenance releases, that is 14.04 and 16.04 extended security maintenance. I talked about this uh, back in last week's episode, but uh, yeah, basically we backported uh, some patches to fix a vulnerability in NSS there. Uh, however, that contained a typo, which would mean that uh, it would actually fail to, uh, to do the SSL connections uh, properly in some circumstances. So you'd get a denial of service as a result uh, through that, but that has now been fixed. Uh, so yeah, no chance there that uh, I guess anything sensitive was exposed or anything, more just that your connections would fail. But that has now been fixed for NSS for those extended security maintenance releases. Okay, so the other thing I just wanted to do in this episode, as I alluded to at the start, was give a bit of a brief preview for some things that are going to be coming up in uh, future episodes for the Ubuntu Security Podcast. So I've been working with one of our new team members, uh, Camilla, who I'll introduce, I guess, more formally in, a, in next week's episode, but uh, to produce some uh, special content around uh, the holidays. Uh, Camilla's been working really hard on this, and I can't wait to bring it all to you uh, in next week's episode and probably uh, another episode that we will do uh, during the holiday period as well uh, to kind of slip that in as well yeah so a two-part thing coming up and uh, i expect to be doing more content as well with camilla and other security team members too uh, be great to be hearing their voices on here and not just my own uh, droning on repeatedly week after week so yeah look out for that coming up in the next week or so all right, that takes us to the end of this week's episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening again for another week. If you've got questions about anything you've heard here, you can contact the team at securityubuntu.com. You can also uh, find us in the Ubuntu Security channel on the libera.chat IRC network. Or finally, we are on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore sec too. All right, I'll be back again with you all next week. Uh, until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.